London. We out here. <laughs> this is the Deluxe Podcast in London. Nice little work vacation right now. Uh, out here for like the next seven days, six days or so until Tuesday. It's an interesting flight. I had some screaming little kids I wanted to throw out the fucking window. And uh, other than that, I'm settled in. Day one was fucking amazing. Uh, lots of great game, lots of great insight. We got day two tomorrow. Um, and I've not been able to create a podcast at all. I even forgot today was Friday, honestly, just because like the fact that... Um, I mean, bro, I've been, I, I've been, I was in Vegas this past weekend, and then I barely got home, got to see my girl, got to see my mom, got to see a couple homies, and then literally hopped back on a, on a 14-hour flight over here to London, uh, which took up like a, like a, good, a good chunk of my time this week. Um, and then other than that, trying to catch up on sleep, trying to get situated, and uh, it might slow down before next week until I have to hop back on the plane. But other than that, you know, I've, I've been wanting to make a podcast. I thought about doing it on the plane, but I didn't want to come out with poor quality. And, and um, you know, I've, I've still been writing down. I usually like write down topics a lot, um, especially like, you know, when, I'm on, when I was on a flight over to Vegas, um, when I was having dope ass conversations with a lot of barbers out there um, or just people in general. And, you know, I had to stop and think like, damn, all right, I, I think I want to remember this for a point later. Or I want to write some things to this. And, and um, there's a few conversations that came up. Um, one of the most, uh, you know, I, when I was flying out to Vegas, one of my past mentor students, JJ, the bearded barber, he just happened to fucking fly out of Sacramento too. And I was like, bro, what the fuck are you doing over here? You, you live like two hours away, but we had, we had the ability for the first time to talk in person for like an hour or so, which is really dope. Took, got a lot of great takeaways from that. Um, now I got to meet up with a lot of my, my other mentor students in the barber industry out there. Got to let them know what I'm doing with my with building a media company uh, currently and, and going in a creative route right now. Um, and really the reason why, right? And I don't know if I've even mentioned the reason why. Um, you know, and that's not the point of this podcast. But I mean, like for me, I think that the 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 real constant beyond the uh, the circumstances that I was put under um you know, I, I found the barber, the, I mean, the barbering business model is ineffective, right? It takes all of your energy. You have to physically be there all the time. And anytime like that, that, that is the business model that you your job follows under, that it is required of you to literally be there exerting energy to make positive money, positive cash flow. Um, there's going to be a limit on it and there's going to be a limit to scale. Um, and I really found that out last year when I came to the UK, um, for about two weeks. Cause I, I tell people all the time, that was the first time in seven years that I went more than three days without a cutting any type of hair at all and B having $0 flow into my bank account at all. And even when my, my, my father had passed away, like, like more than three days that, that was, that was the first time in seven years I'd taken off more than three days and, and, and. It allowed me to take a deep breath for one, realize what the fuck I'm trying to do with my life because I'm not trying to be in a barbershop and I'm like, well, you know, how best of a position am I putting myself in? And then really like try to tap in with what was really like um, important to me. And, you know, thankfully, I'm I'm actually going to creatively tie this in with this topic somehow with this. create. You know, thankfully... I have been able to 
go all in in barbering up to that point, right? I was like cutting hair, going all in. And I've been able to build up a platform that I didn't really know what the direction of it was going to be for. But I knew I wanted to build up a platform to be able to whatever business I wanted to do later on, like I had the opportunity to do that. And I'll put my position in a better in a better position than I would if I wasn't with just 800 followers before. I'm saying this all, you know, and, and, and by the way, that's when I started the, uh, uh, the new era of barbering and I released my first course on social media and uh, did very well with that. Learned a shit ton of what to do and most importantly, what not to do when marketing a using an online brand to not only market a course, but also start an educational platform. And, um, you know, I, I learned I, I learned exactly what I should do if if I would want to do it next time. I don't know if I'm really wanting to go deep diving into a very big educational platform like that because it takes a lot of work. Um, and I don't know if I really want to be, I, I don't know if that sits well with me to be known as the educational guy. I know I have education. I like working one-on-one with people. That's why I do mentoring, but I don't know if I really want to go ahead and do that, but th- that's not the point. The point I'm making is I would not have been able to put myself in that position if I did not go all in with it before. Now I'm saying that because pa- this past weekend at Las Vegas Barber Expo, I had a lot of people, a lot of conversations with people, you know, when I told them what I was doing now, building a media company and, and laying down the foundations. I'm taking this very slow, by the way, too. I'm not trying to rush it because I'm trying to do this. I've, I've understand the mistakes I've made in the past with some things. And it's not the part of executing. Like I said before, it's not, it's not trying to prove it to myself that I can do it. I know I'm capable of doing it. Now I'm trying to make sure I lay down the right foundations and understand exactly where I'm at and moving at, at each step of the way. So I'm kind of taking it a little bit slower. It, 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 I probably could have gone really, really fast up to now and made a shit ton of mistakes um, and built it the wrong way. And and instead, I'm kind of taking it slower, learning a little bit more of what direction I truly want to go in. There's pros and cons of that, and I'll talk about that later. But the conversations I had with people when, when they were telling, after I told them that, were, man, I've been plotting on my next move, man. I'm plotting, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, I've been thinking about that same thing, but they're like, man, that's wild, bro. I've been thinking about that same thing. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to, you know, I don't want to be cutting hair for the rest of my life. I'm trying to be doing something else. And I'm sure yo, those of you who are barbers or just anybody who's in a very, in a business where they know it's not going to be their career for their lifetime, right? Where they know that's not going to be the only thing that their life is going to be known about. Their legacy is going to be about. They know that this is just, I don't even want to say a phase or a fad, but this is just a time in their life where they're able to take advantage of the opportunity of being a barber in 2019, 2020. Now, I didn't say that, I think the one thing I said, I let let people talk. I let them air out their feelings, let them air, air everything out, especially some of my mentor students that came up to talk to me. But the thing that I always... I, I I checked people on, and I didn't really check people who weren't my mentor students because I'm like, hey, bro, like, it, it I can't just give you one piece of advice and then leave because you have so much more to be able to gain, and that's doing you no due diligence, right? But at least my mentor students, I can work with them, you know, past that point. So my mentor students, at least, said, look, bro, at no one point during when I was building up my platform. Until I went to the UK and until I made that exact switch and it was very, very, it was very, very final too. Once it came back, I went all in on on, like literally maybe a month or two after that, I I released my course. 
At no point building up to that was I wasting any of my goddamn fucking time plotting on my next move. And I say it like this. If you're trying to plot on your next move, but have yet to even go ahead and execute on your current move, you got the game fucked up. You are fucking up. <laughs> I'm sorry to say this. And I felt very, very strongly about this because I have been there before. And I feel like I'm talking to myself like, you fucking dumbass. Right? So I'm not I'm not talking to you, bro. Like, damn, Deluxe, that's kind of strong. You haven't been like that in a minute. No, no, no. I'm, I'm acting like I'm trying to talk to myself because I, I've been there before. I completely understand, bro. Because you're like, all right, cool. I got this going. I just got to keep on doing these moves. And then, you know, once I get that, then, then what's the next move? Well, I got to start thinking about it. No, 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 no. You're wasting time and energy that you could be spending on getting yourself at least to that point that you even thinking about making that next move instead of wasting the time to even get the and and and, and this is what's so back backwards about it. I've tried that before, right? I'm like, man, I'm just gonna sit here and plot my next move. And you ain't even close to making a move in general. You haven't made a move, you haven't moved anything at all on the table. Not even your current move. You're still sitting on your current move, and it's. I think people like get too. It, it, people get too caught up in the, that analysis paralysis thing where they want to go so deep diving into. Oh man, let me see. I got this shit. Got to be perfect. I, I got to map this shit out right. No, bro. Just get the most like. Understand what the most tangible thing to get you moving in the positive direction to get things moving, and master the go all in with that. Master that one thing. You don't see me right now like trying to go ahead and like build off of, you know, trying to, I mean, like I would love to get into, into like investing and stuff like that later on, the philanthropy, whatever it may be. You don't see me right now trying to study that. I'm not. I'm going all in with, you know, uh, media marketing. I've, I've invested in myself. That's why I'm out here in London investing in my education about that for business. <clears throat> and I'm not going ahead and, and 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 I'm not trying to like okay well now after this I need to go ahead and invest in, in like a uh, you know in in a, uh, a a course or something like that to go ahead and, and learn about this or or that no no no, no. I got to master my one thing right now to be able to allow me the opportunities to make a move later on and that's one of the reasons why I cut I mean also for the circumstances I was under but I definitely cut off all of my barbering clients too cutting hair full time because I knew I had I'm very I'm a very extreme person I know myself if I don't go extreme I I don't feel like I'm doing it and and, and it might be a flaw of mine because sometimes you want to be able to build up one machine while the other is still like running at high speed but I, I always, I, you got to know yourself and I produce it at, at a very extreme level and I have to be like under extreme extremes to be able to, to get the most extreme result. Um, so I had to cut off my business. I had to tell my clients like, look, I'm not cutting hair if it's, if it's anything less than this or even just don't even hit me up. I'm not cutting hair like that no more. To be to like cut my streaming income, to make sure I, I dedicated my sole time to this object. And I think that's what a lot of you have to do, whether it's barbering, whether it's, um, you know, freelancing, designing, coming, you know, doing one-on-one coaching, creating your own, whatever it is, creating your own media agency, whatever that fucking thing is, don't try to go ahead and, and that's so much, if you split up your energy into too many little things, you're never, ever, 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 ever gonna reach your full potential for one, and for two, 
somebody who's putting 100% of their energy into that one thing that you're only putting 33% of your energy in is going to fucking blow you out of the water and make sure you go out of business. And I think this is like very evident in the barber industry. You got barbers who... They could, they could get by. I'm not saying the barbers who are like stupidly broke, right? Because there are some barbers that are just stupidly broke and actually need that second job to at least make sure that they don't get evicted. And even if they do get evicted, hey, look, maybe you just need to be able to move back home with moms or something or, or go go do something else. Nothing's wrong with moving back with moms. I had to do that before, right? I actually had to do that right when I started my barbering career. I had to... I, I was so broke, I, I really couldn't afford, I couldn't afford to move my own shit as well as I couldn't afford the, the new rent and like all my roommates were like moving moving on or like they wanted to do their own thing too. Um, so I had, I had no other choice, I had nowhere else to go and it allowed me to be able to not be under stress, not make moves that were just strictly for money but now my intent was something deeper rooted and allowed me to actually build something that was actually very, very special. And this was early on in my barbering career that when I had no clue what I was doing, this was like first first year of having a barber license. Um, and I, and I, that, I also cut off my own um, income of a secondary income at that point. But, you know, you need to be able to, to go all in with it because you're never ever, for one, going to master the thing. And, and, and to be at an excellent high level operating you need to have mastery level. You need to be able to know the ins and outs. You, know, you need to be understanding of what the layout of the industry is and how you're really going to attack it. Whether that be through your haircuts, whether that be through your branding, your marketing, your Instagram game, uh, your business, all that. That, that. I'm not just talking about, and I've talked about it before, like I had to master my business for one thing. I, I, then I went and moved on to my social media accounts, right? And I did that one by one by one. I'm not taking on a bunch of shit at once. And I'm not trying to like pile up a bunch of like visions and goals that I'm all trying to like learn at one time. I simply just do one thing. And I think if you're out here trying to do multiple things at once, look, yes, I do. I, I still do one-on-one mentorship in the barber industry, but I've been I've built that system up to where it's automated for me, to where I don't have to. I, I don't even I don't run ads. I don't do nothing to that, right? I just get people who sign up. I shift through who I who I think would be a great fit, and if it's a great fit, like we move forward with it. That's literally all I do. I, I'm not out here trying to go ahead and like, oh man, what should I do for the marketing? Oh man, maybe I need to fix the landing page. I'm I, no, <laughs> that's already done. I don't. I'm not focused on that. I'm focused on my media company. I'm trying to build up the right, correct systems, so that when I, you know, you, I bring in other people from outside in, bring in other A players. There's there's real no drop off, and you have to have that type of level of in-depthness in and 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 bought into your vision and have actual faith of knowing that hey look I, I just understand that if you have the idea of like okay I know I should be plotting on my next move because I'm not going to be in this for long term wise you're going to be good you don't need to plot like that's it for right now cool you you're like your 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 note should be when I get when I get to a certain level, when I get to that position, when I get to a certain position, all the opportunities outside will allow will come to me and allow me to choose instead of have to having to like map out a vision. Now, if you want a certain direction, like what direction you want to go, like I know what kind of direction I want to go in after I want to get after I build up this MIDI agency. I'm not for sure, but I have a good idea of what I want to do. Now, I'm not focused on that, like I said. 
And I know that's not the that's not going to be a hundred percent always going to be what's going to actually happen. I didn't know I was going to build an educational company or educational platform. I shouldn't even say company. Goddamn educational platform. Those are like those uh, uh, Facebook or or drop shipping gurus that just be throwing around. I have a education agency. All this all this bullshit that like they just throw on fancy words on the top of shit. Like I I didn't I didn't know I was going to go in that direction. I just knew that I wanted to be able to leverage what I built in the barber industry to be able to get me to my next level. Whatever that was, I had no fucking clue what that was, by the way. But opportunity presented itself. I I went ahead and, and looked at it when I was at that level and thought, okay, cool, this is the move. And I was able to recognize it right then and there versus every other move because I was like, all right, this is what I'm actually passionate about in this current moment. This is what I like to do. I'm gonna move in this direction. And I think this is like one of the hardest things and this one of the hardest actual things I do with my mentor students is like one of the first things we do too. I tell them to map out goals for like eight weeks all the way to like five year time span right now and and we have like four five or six benchmarks in between that that eight month and five years and each time I tell my mentor students look. We're not just writing out goals. You're not just over here like writing down, hmm, well, when I get when I have five years from right now, I want this. No, no, no. Every time you write out a goal, like let's say you go, like let's say you write out a six-month goal and a one-year goal. You don't write the six-month goal the same you would mindset frame uh, that you would one-year goal. You literally have to go ahead and try to put yourself in the fact that you just accomplished your six-month goals right now. Understand that feeling. And understand what your new wants and desires in life will be like. And that's very, very hard to do to somebody who has not actually, for one, practiced it, two, actually achieved their goals, and three, to actually feel in their body, soul, and mind what the fuck they're even going to feel like in the future because they can't even feel what they're feeling right now either. So, and, and I don't expect a lot of my mentor students to get it right off the bat. Like, I'm almost like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I'm like, you don't know. Like, it's bullshit. You don't know what, what exactly. And, and nobody does. Nobody does when they first start out, too. And I never did either. But it's at least a practical thing to get the, them going in the right direction so that when they do reach those six-month goals, they'll be like, oh, wow, this is not what I actually expected. This is what it feels like when you have all those goals. Okay, well, I wanted this for a year. I said I wanted this when I hit the year goals. I actually don't want that. I want this now. And you know what? Now that I know what this feels like and that dramatic change in myself, once I get to the one year, I think I have a good indication of what I want for my two-year goals, for my three-year goals, right? I think I have a good idea. I'm not going to be 100%, but I have a good idea of how much drastically I'll change and kind of like, you know, what mind frame I'll be in if I accomplish it. And each and every single time, it gets a little bit easier, but you have to be able to practice it each and every single time. And it takes time too. Because why the fuck are you going to map out what you want five years from now being the same person you are right now when four and a half years from now, you're going to be a totally different person with totally different needs that you want in the next six months than you are right now that you want in the next six year, uh, five years. Excuse me. I think that's where the drop-off is at too. What else did I write down for notes? Yes, I wrote down notes for this one. Let's see. I said, you just can't be plotting on your next move when you aren't in the position. We already went over that. Figure out generally what a next level would look like for you. Direction, income, lifestyle, daily activities, and then get and then work on getting yourself into a position to make that move. You know, for most 
Time and money, okay, that's a good one. Time and money hold us back. You know, we either don't have enough money when the opportunity presents itself, or we don't have enough time to build the next vehicle and learn it more and educate ourselves on getting there. Wow, I must have been in a really good flow when I wrote that down. I must have had like a fresh conversation. I think I was talking to David, uh, David Escamilla. I think that's how you say your last name, but I was talking to David because he he was he was another one that was talking about plotting on his next movie. He's so forward thinking. He's so like, man, I'm 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 ready for it. I'm like, bro, hold on, you're not even ready to make a move. That's great. You know you want to make a move out of this. Great, cool. Understand that, but you have to be all in with what you're doing right now, or else that next move will always, 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 always just stay in your mind on something that you're plotting because. <sighs> Like I said, time and money are the are the only like out of everything, time and money are the only things that hold us back. If you can go to your situation right now and plotting on a next move, what is holding you back? Time and money. More times than likely. Right? And if you're like, no, I'm just not that at that level yet. Well, you, it takes time to get to a certain level. So in, in some portion, time is affecting you. Because the only way to get to a mastery level or a level that you want to reach, you have to take the right amount of repetitions and the, and the correct actions. So time does play a factor. Now, people might be like, oh, well, money, money ain't shit, bro. Like if I get, if I get good enough, you know, I'm going to get there, bro. Come on now. Money ain't everything. We all know that too. But Money is a tool that is leveraged to allow us to have more opportunities in life. And if you are going to be one of those broke-ass J. Cole listening motherfuckers that all I need is love, all I need is happy. Like, everybody needs to be happy, yes. Happiness should be number one. Love should be, should, not be, should be number one. Your peace of mind should be number one. But if you don't have money to be able to live and support yourself and the means and the desires and the way that you actually deserve to live... Look, bro, I know I see a lot of homeless, happy motherfuckers that are just happy off whatever the fuck they just got done smoking. I'm pretty sure nobody wants to be that type of happiness, right? So understand that money is a tool. You're going to have to understand like that. You have to leverage it. You have to you have to be able to, um, you know, you have to be able to charge what you're worth, too. And like what what is going to be the, the desired lifestyle? Like I said, what is your direction that you're looking for? The income, the lifestyle and the daily activities you want to do on a day to day basis. Right. A lot of things I'm doing right now, I didn't understand that I had to do. Especially at the, at the level, the very lower level I'm operating at with this uh, media company. Some people might think it's it's pretty decent, but I think it's for what my expect expectations are. It's a, a very very low level, um, but I didn't anticipate those daily actions of what I needed to take, and I'm still like trying to figure out the right daily actions. But you have to be able to kind of generally, and I hate thinking in general terms. We have to generally think, all right, what is gonna get? What are the daily actions I have to take to get me to that next level? You know, what I did all this summer. I literally did not go to the club one time. And I'm, I'm fact-checking myself right now, thinking back, wait, am I fucking up? I did go to the bar of my girl, you feel me? I went to, you know, we, like it was, uh, it was uh, what's it called? Um, the one where they have the little bowling and like video games and shit. They, it was one of those bars. It wasn't like a, just a purely drinking bar. We went there to play some games and shit. Got any games in your phone? Um, but other than that, I didn't go out to the club or anything like that. I, I, I literally, I mean, of course, I was doing 75 hard all summer too. So I was very, very disciplined. That was like one of the things I'm very, very thankful for is I literally locked in for that. Um, and for eight to 10 hours out of the day, and my girl hated me for it, but for eight to 10 hours a day, I would lock myself in my, in my apartment, shut all the windows, um, 
and give it to my computer and just try. I, I didn't understand exactly what I had to do, but I knew I had to do something and, and actually make some type of moves happen and, and try something out. And if I didn't take that time, if I didn't, uh, you know, create those daily activities, I wouldn't be here in London. I'll tell you that much. I would not be here in London right now if I did not work those 10 to 8 hour days um, trying to learn. And I wasn't even working. I was learning, trying to learn what the fuck I needed to be doing and learning what the correct path was. You have to master what the fuck you're doing right now. You can't be looking forward to your next move when that next move is so far out in the future and it's only going to happen if you execute on what you're doing right now. Everything that you're doing is dependent on the current state of you. It's, it's only in the future because it hasn't happened yet. So don't spend too much time thinking on it. Dream. I'm not saying don't dream. Dream. Set goals. Manifest. But don't fucking try to spend all your time working out the perfect vision or like what it's going to be. Because 90% of the time, whatever you think of direction-wise, it's not going to be it in its in its entirety. I didn't, like I said, I didn't know I was going to be doing what I'm doing right now, building a media company. I, To be honest, I didn't know what I was going to do. I left that up to, I, le- I let that up to the faith in God or faith in, in, in whoever you believe in. Because I knew if I, if I at least understood I didn't want to do cutting hair full time, it was I'm not I wouldn't be able to make a move outside of that if I just focused on not cutting hair full time, right? And on top of that too, if you don't master something, like when you master anything, and I don't care what it is, I don't care if it's you're you like nobody can cut grass better than you, nobody can cut the shrubs better than you, nobody can um you know, bake and decorate a cake better than you, right? I don't care what, if you are the fucking master, like no, like nobody can, nobody can shit on you at all. Like when you get in the zone, that is your fucking flow. When you do that and go all in and master that thing, I think the most important thing I tell people today is that like, look, and especially like potential clients, because they're always like, oh, well, you've only been in the barber industry. How's that affect you? I'm like, look, I don't base whatever I do on just a skill set in the industry. I base it off a set of principles I've built up in my career. I've learned principles that will follow me to whatever I'm doing that will allow me to succeed at any level in any industry that I may choose. And all it is dictated on is on the amount of time I spend on it. When you go ahead and start actually mastering shit, You'll learn and like start breaking down the principles that allowed you to do that thing at a very masterful level. You kind of get the keys. You kind of understand the keys of what the fuck you're supposed to be doing when you move into a different direction. That's why LeBron and Drake are homies, right? Like, like that's why A players on anything, in anything, Fuck with each other. A players fuck with A players. A players don't go, don't fuck with B, C, D, E, F players because they don't understand the principle wise and conceptually of like what it takes to be a master player. And I'm just confident I can say I'm an A player, right? I understand. I can execute. I know what the fuck I need to do and I'm forever learning. That's not boasting. I think you should always strive to be an A player and honestly, be honest with yourself. I wasn't an A player. 
Maybe for a good part of my time, I was a B player when I was cutting hair at the Rich Barber, but I wasn't an A player. I became an A player over time, but I didn't go. I went there maybe a D player, a C player at best. So you can become an A player. I had A player mentalities at times, but execution and everything did not come along until I really, really, really understood the principles of what I was doing at a masterful level. And that is what you get to be able to carry on into your next destination. That is honestly the most important thing to understand to be able to carry on to the next thing that you want to do, whatever you're quote unquote plotting on. Because that will ensure you that you actually know what the fuck you're supposed to be doing when you come up against a hardship. Because you're like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Even right now, I'm like, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, I've been through this before. I've been through slow times, right? In the barbershop when I first started, I've been through slow times. What did I do? Okay, okay, I did this, 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 and this, this. Well, what's those principles behind that? Let me apply them right here. And then I went ahead and did that, 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 that. And then I fucking exploded, <laughs> right? And then I started getting a little uptick in my business. I'm like, okay, this shit's solid. It holds. So this is not just gibberish. I'm talking out my fucking asshole. It's not pouring out like I just ate some, some bad milk and I got diarrhea everywhere. No, this shit's very tangible and I've, I've actually been able to experience, thankfully enough, and and I think not enough people. I think I think people like especially on social media. The the biggest thing I see is and and I hate to say this because I talk a lot too, <laughs> like in terms of like my podcasting. I try to keep updated, but it's a big reason why I got off of social media is because the real executors, the one the you should really be listening to executors, right? Because the executors are actually the ones doing it. The executors are the one that are masterful at. The executors are the ones that understand exactly what the fuck you need to do to make this shit go and talkers talk bro talkers are ones that get a little bit of success and be like oh i can flip this into something selling i sell a course on this you see it everywhere everywhere bro i'm sure everybody gets uh social media marketing agencies hitting them up all over the place and like oh man you invest in my course invest in a course here like if you're not doing marketing all that's bullshit bro that's why I came to London. That's why I got one of the best, if not the best, media guys in the industry to go ahead and learn from and build my business. Is because I can tell the rest of the bullshit apart from it. And I had I could only do that if I went through not only invested in other stuff, but also spent time watching and observing the industry. And learning principles that I learned in the barber industry in terms of Oh, man, like you, like I'm sure all of us in the barber industry, we've gone to shows and be like, oh, that motherfucker a fraud, bro. That motherfucker ain't tight. That motherfucker a weirdo. We all experienced it. Some, maybe some people even said it about me. Fair enough. Hey, <laughs> I don't know what, what you would say that about me for, but hey, I'm not going to down it like it never happens. I'm sure it's happened before. But you're able to learn the principles of what to look out for in terms of people who fraud, in terms of people who are more talkers than actual executors. And I just pretend, I just pre- not pretend, I prefer, <laughs> I pretend to listen to executors. No, I prefer to listen to executors because they will actually, they're the ones actually day in, day out, grinding it the fuck out, actually in the game. They're not over here, and I've heard people say this before, I hate to say this too, but they're not like the Gary V's. Like, you're not going to go to speaking events. You're not going to do speaking events as your as one of your side hobbies or side hustles or main hustle if you're an actual executor. If you're an actual executor, guess what you're going to be doing? 
You're going to be too fucking busy to take any of those jobs because you're too busy executing. You don't have time to talk. And I think that's what I mean. It's 11.16 out here in London right now. And I got to get up early. Finally got a gym membership or gym a seven-day pass to go to a gym. So they was hating out here. They were like, no, lover, you can only be from London to go to these gyms. I was like, what the fuck? Pop it. What the fuck you doing? You know, they were like, you go, I swear to God, they said they can, you, I can only have a, a UK postal code if I lived here to, to be able to um, get the, get the gym membership. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? I'm like, y- y'all don't want to make some money real quick, but I get it. They get a lot of people coming in and out of London. They probably just don't want people, weirdos coming to the gym. That's besides the point. Um, listen, executors. Execute on your on your vision of what you're doing currently and st- stop trying to map out the perfect future because 90% of the time, all that shit's going to go to shit and it's not going to happen the perfectly exact way that you want it to. Just get yourself to a level that will allow you for opportunities to come into you because that's always the most organic way of doing it and it's going to allow you the most potential growth and grow in the natural way of where you're supposed to go. A lot of times when you're at the bottom, you don't know what the you don't know what the fuck way you're even supposed to go or what way is best for you to go. Right? And you're trying to force something that's never even supposed to happen. Instead, if you just like execute it on what you need to do right now, go hard in that one thing, the right opportunity will appear and the one that you thought was the right one, you'll actually be like, "Yo, what the fuck was I even thinking? I was tripping, bro. If I actually went down that shit, I would have been fucked up." They would have like I would I I I know so much more now I'm not so much more educated I'm so personally for me I'm so thankful I never went down the the uh, platform artist um, direction it's just not for me and and understanding like how that system plays out I'm like fuck no bro oh no I'm good I rather I'm I I'd rather build my own shit bro I'm 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 really like it really dove into me like I need to be able to have my ownership and be able to build my own things um, in anything because I was like bro. Ain't nobody having. I, I hold. I feel. I find this more true and true every single day. Ain't nobody. I don't want nobody to have power over me, bro. Nobody should have power over me. I don't care how cool you are, bro. I don't. I don't like. I've been through too much. Um. Too many. Too many things where, even the coolest motherfuckers ain't ain't gonna be cool at some point. They gonna get their feathers ruffled. But that's just me personally. If you like structure, that's per, that's perfectly fine. That's for you. Listen to executors, execute on your vision right now. Stop wasting fucking time. This is like the podcast that lets you know you need to fucking stop wasting time, bro. Stop wasting time trying to plot. You play, you've been plotting for the past five years and you have not gotten an uptick one time. You've been moving so slowly on it. Be patient, yes, but patiently executing, not patiently plotting. Uh, I fucking hate that word, plotting. What the fuck you doing, bro? Anyways, it's 11.16 or 11.19, like I said before. We get to go into bed. Got to get up early, get a gym session in because your boy, after 75 hard, has been out eating. And you know what? I've not been doing cardio. So you know what eating out and no cardio means? A little bit of fluff's coming along just for the winter time. And I am not trying to be um, Frosty the Snowman. So... If you found this podcast of any value, as always, I only have one thing and one thing only. Make sure you guys pass this along to somebody that you know, whether it be a barber, 
an artist, a creator, a freelancer, a business owner, or just somebody in general who needs to get a slap in the face or just needs some game put on them that you think might be helpful, go ahead and pass this shit along to them. I'm very a big believer in karma. So if you pass this along to somebody that's actually needing it and you help their actual outcome of maybe the next six months of their life, look, you're going to have six months of good karma on your side coming back to you at some point in the future. So it really does not hurt to go ahead and send this along. All you got to do is copy the share URL and send that motherfucker either a message, a DM, email, AOL chat, whatever the fuck you need to do. Send out a MySpace message if you have your MySpace still up and running. I have mine deleted, so don't try to look for me. And make sure you go ahead and share that with a motherfucker who would actually put this to use. Don't just share it just to share it. All right. Also, if you have not subscribed yet, this is your first time and got this shared with somebody. Look. Doesn't mean you gotta you gotta reciprocate and give them good karma. Good karma is gonna come to them regardless, but that person actually gives a fuck about you. So you should go ahead and at least subscribe if you have not already and drop a review in the review section. I would appreciate that. That gives me a little bit of feedback because look, this shit ain't got no comments, no likes, no views, no nothing. So I really purely go off the creative content and and if I do get to meet you guys in person, what you guys say to me. So I really do take what you guys have to say. When I tell you I appreciate what you have to say about my podcast and I fuck with you for listening to it, I actually fucking mean that because I have zero feedback. So it's like it's like I just got touched by the whole cross on the forehead and, and like ah, because i finally got some feedback from motherfuckers so make sure you go ahead and drop that too by the way um other than that y'all my mouth is getting dry i need to drink some water um if i have time tomorrow on saturday I will definitely, I, you, I I owe y'all some podcasts, bro. This this is only one. I usually do three a week. This is only number one of the week and it's Friday. So I got to be pumping them out tomorrow. So <laughs> I got y'all because I don't have a flight till Tuesday and I really don't have anything much going on Sunday, Monday and Tuesday till my flight. So uh, going to have some time to create some content, create some podcasts, get some work done. It's going to be a good weekend, y'all. Other than that, Oh, what time is it in, in in at least Sacramento right now? It's 11.22. It's an eight-hour difference. I'm terrible. It's about 3 o'clock, I think, 3.22. So this is kind of in time with, I guess, like like Friday night grind. It's like Friday midday, Friday after work grind, but you could wait. You could pretend it's like 11.20. It's 11.22 p.m. for me, so this is my Friday night grind. So you could pretend and be with me in 11 o'clock p.m. mode when you're like at four o'clock mode but it is what it is y'all other than that y'all i will see you on the next podcast appreciate y'all for listening in listen to me rant other than that y'all we are out